The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Echet Yebamot has been dedicated and sponsored by our dear friend, Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife, in honor of his uh, family and Hatzlacha, Varvacha, Bechol Maasiyadav, maybe Zocheh. To raise his children in the ways of the Torah, they should give him much nachat. He should have many more children with health and happiness. And he should have beracha b'kol mikol kol him and his entire family. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. May God give him beracha, blessing, atzlacha, success, health, and happiness. Peace of mind for him, his wife, his family, his children. And Be'ezat Hashem, may he enjoy prosperity and good things. Amen. Today's daf is being studied. Le'edun Nishmat Abraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem t'nihinu began Eden. Amen. And that's the Hat Yosef ben Simha. Hashem ishmeleu v'hayehu. We are starting on Pe'bet Amud Bet. And we start right on the uh, bottom line. Amar Rav. Leta lematnitin mekameh baraitah. We learned in the Mishnah, it said that Rabbi Yosef held that an androgynos is ma'chil et betruma. And if an androgynos is ma'chil et betruma, that means he's considered a zakhar vadai. So Rav comes along and says now that leta limatnitin mekameh beraita. We're not going to follow the deen of the Mishnah because we have a beraita that's against it. And we're going to take the beraita over the Mishnah. What's the uh, beraita? So it says, the Tanya, we have a Braita, Rabbi Yosei Omer, Androgenos Biriya Bifne Atzmahu, Velo Hechri Obo Hachamim, Im Zachar Im Nikeba. So you clearly have a Braita in the name of Rabbi Yosei that says, Androgenos, he's a creation unto his own. And Hakamim did not solve yet what he is. Is he a Zachar or is he a Nikeba? Which means he's a Safik. So you see now you have a stida between the Biyoseshita and the Mishnah, and the Biyoseshita and the Braita. So Rav says we're going to take the Braita over the Mishnah, consider him a Sefek. So comes the Gibran says, Adrabah. On the contrary, say the opposite. Leta le Braita mekameh matnitin. Say that we're not going to take the Braita in light of the Mishnah. So Gibran says, no. Medeshabke rabiyoseh barzuge shma'mina hadarbe. From the fact, literally, that the Biyoseh left his partner, must be that he retracted. If you remember in the Mishnah, the Biyoseh didn't say his shita alone, was the Biyoseh and the Bishamon. From the Braita over, if it was just, let's say, uh, let's say a debate amongst the Achami, what was said, which means the Biyoseh and the Bishamon made a statement in the Mishnah. They said, Androgonos was treated of Adai Zachar. If, let's say, there was another... Um, Shimuha uh, out there that heard it the opposite way, so the statement would have said, No, Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Shimon say he's considered a Safik. But from the fact that the Braita only says Rabbi Yosef's name, it sounds like he himself came along and retracted from his statement in the Mishnah. If it was just two rabbis that heard two different statements from the both of the rabbis, they would have said, I heard it this way. And the rabbi said, I heard it that way. I heard the Biyosev and the Bishwan say, Vadai Zakhar. I heard the Biyosev and the Bishwan say, Sepeg Zakhar. From the fact that it doesn't say the Bishwan's name in the second like that, it's much better say himself. Pulled out and retracted, and therefore holds like his effect. Let's read that she. Midishabkir, Biyosel, Rabbi Shimon, Ben Zuge, that she tells in the words of Rabbi Shimon. That he, he, 
you know, he desisted, he left Rabbi Shimon's opinion, that was talking, that was explicitly in the Mishnah, Accurate, and that's his last opinion. Comes the Gabbana and says, Ushmuel Amar, the opposite. Leta le Braita mikamimatitin. We're not going to take the Braita instead of the Mishnah. So we're going to go with the Mishnah. So Gabbana says the same question. Adraba, Leta le Matitin mikamibraita. What do you mean? On the contrary. I'll say, don't take the Mishnah, take the. Um, Take the brayta. Little manidim mekabe brayta. Why? That's shemayin and lele shmuel. Because we have a shitar shmuel that says the highish liyhidaah. Because shmuel himself, he is choshesh tadat yahid. And therefore, since we have the the brayta tadat yahid, the biyose, so we should choshesh to the brayta based on shmuel's shitar. Um, he usually is choshesh to a dat of yahid. She brings an example where you see the uh, be. Rabbi Yosef uh, was Choshesh Tadat Yahid, or Shemuel, I'm sorry, was Choshesh Tadat Yahid, and she says, Damar Shum Bacholet Halacha Kribi Uda, Beshomerit Yabam, Shikidesh Achivet Achota. In case over there where you had a Shomerit Yabam that, um, let's say, uh, his brother married uh, the sister of the Yibama. So now the guy that's making Yibum now, the other brother has a problem. Because uh, well now he cannot he cannot make yibum himself because now the yibama is considered a hot So therefore we had a whole shita of the over there, which was a dat yachid, and uh, Shemuel was posting like the biuda. So you see, he goes like dat yachid. So therefore you should go, go like the brayta. Kamaran says no. What does he go with a dat yachid when it doesn't uproot the opinion of a mishnah? But when it uproots the Shitab, the Mishnah, like in this case over here, especially not only is it uprooted, but the Mishnah is more, um, more Mahmir, but like she says, it's not more Mahmir, it's just saying that it's a Zakhar Vadai. In the Braita, you're considering it a Safik. So if I'm not going to take the Braita when it goes against an opinion of a Mishnah. So once the Mishnah spoke and said that Adotonos is Machir, it's I'm not going to take a Braita. When did I take a Dach Yachid? There's nothing arguing on it. When there's no Bifurush Mishnah against it. But if it's, against, if it's a Mishnah against the Braita, I'm going to take the Mishnah. Correct. Kamsa Gibran says, Amri Berav. In the yeshiva of Rav, they said, Mishemed Rav, in the name of Rav, Halakha Kirabi Yosed. Halakha is going to follow Rabbi Yosed in the following cases. Bandroginus, Ubharkaba. Harkaba is grafting, which we'll see exactly the case. Ushmuel Amar, Bekoshi, Ubkidush. And he says, Shemuel, that we follow Rabbi Yosed. In the case of Koshi, it's a story of a lady giving birth, which we'll see in a minute. And Kiddush. We'll see what that case is as well. So again, get this statement clear. Rav says we follow the Yose in two cases. And Shemuel says we follow the Yose in two cases. So there's four cases altogether that we're dealing with. And Rav says in two of the cases we go like the Yose. And Shemuel says in the other two cases we go like the Yose. What are the cases? Androgenos had the Amaran. Well, Androgenos already, we said... We gave the halakha uh, of the uh, androgonos, which means 
that uh, we're guarding uh, him marrying a Bat Israel, he's a Kohen, can he ma'achil terumah or not? So he'll say, we're going to follow Rabbi uh, Yosef. That what? Like the Mishnah, that he's considered a Zakhar Vadai? And that's Shikhtat Rabbi Yosef. Androgon is considered Zakhar Vadai. That's the first halakha. Harkaba, what's the case of Harkaba? Ditnan en not'in, one is not allowed to plant, ve'en mavrichin. Havrakha is when a person says a tree, and you take the top of the tree and you turn it into the ground, and now it takes root again, from both sides now, it's taking root. And then after it starts to take root, you cut it, and then you have two trees. That's called mavrichin. Ve'en markibin. Markibin is grafting. We take a piece of the tree and you put it in another tree. Erev shvi'it. Oh, for sure you're not allowed to do these things in the shemitah yet. That goes without saying. The chedusha of the statement is you can't even do it. Erev shvi'it. Pachot mishloshim yom lefne rosh shana, which means the law of erev shvi'it is thirty days. So within thirty days of shemitah, which means once rosh chodesh elul comes around, finish. You're not allowed to do any of these uh, uh, works in the in the field. And if you did it within the 30 days before Shemitah starts, Yaakor, you have to uproot it. The Behuda Omer, Kol Arkaba, She'ena koletet b'shlosha yamim, Shuv ena koletet. He comes along, Rabbi Yudan says, listen, the time that it takes for the, uh, for the roots, let's say, to take root, and kolet in the ground, is three days. So therefore, so long as you did it three days before Tishri, before the Shemitah starts, you're okay. So he's much more lenient. He says you have all the way until three days before the Shemitah starts. Once you're ready, you're doing it within three days. It's going to take root in the Shemitah year. That's ready, Asur. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon, Omrim, Shtei Shabbatot. They have a different view. They say you have two weeks. Shtei Shabbatot. Ve'amar... Rav Nachman Amar Ababar Abu L'divrea Omer Shiloshim Sarik Shiloshim Ushloshim L'divrea Omer Shiloshah Sarik Shiloshah Ushloshim L'divrea Omer Shtesh Shabbatot Sarik Shtesh Shabbatot Ushloshim Which means, according to all opinions Everybody holds Shemitah starts Rosh Chodesh Elu 30 days before That's not the question The question is you need 30 days, according to the first opinion, before Rosh Chodesh Elul. So technically it's going to be 60 days before the Shemitah. And according to the other Shemitah, it's going to be 33 days before, and the other Shemitah is going to be 44 days. Which means, that we have to take it for granted that there is an Inyan of Tosef Shemitah. And everybody agrees Tosef Shemitah is a month before. So then everybody agrees you cannot start anything from Rosh Chodesh Elul. When we're giving these figures over here, it's 30 days before Elul. So it comes out to either 60 days, or 33 days, or 44 days. Let's read the... Uh, and, and what? And Rav said, we follow the Shittah of Rabbi Yosei in Harkabah. So therefore, it's 44 days, which means it's the two weeks item that you cannot do any of these items before the Shittah. If you did it, you have to uproot it. Look at Rashi now. Rashi says, Yaakor... Actually, let's read the Rashi of the Halakha Rabbi Yosef. Let's read that Rashi. The Matnitim. Oh, we're following Rabbi Yosef, Amishnah, the Amrina, the Amri Berav, Hainu Ravuna. Whenever we say Amri Berav, that they said in the name of Rav, in the Bit Midrash of Rav, that's usually Ravuna. Again, it's the rule. Whenever we say Amri Berav, 
we, it was said in the uh, yeshiva of Rav, that's referring to Rav Huna. Because in the command, Upadiga da Amran le'ed alibad Rav, leta lematnitim. Which means, if you remember Rav, we just learned early on this daf said, we don't go like the Mishnah. We go like the Braita. But Amri be Rav, in Rav Huna said in the name of Rav, a different uh, understanding that what? We go like the Mishnah. And therefore, we take Rabbi Yosei that says he's considered a zakhar v'adai that drogeno. So, bar kabale kamam v'fareshna v'chen koshi v'kidush v'chulu ayri Rabbi Shimon v'edeh helkak v'stabra that Rabbi Yosei the manitin ka'e the ayri Rabbi Shimon v'adeh. Which means, if you look at all these other cases that we're going to quote, it's all Rabbi Yosei and Rabbi Shimon. They all uh, are saying things together. So, therefore, it makes sense that when we talk about androgenos, we're going like the Shitan the Mishnah, because in the Mishnah it says the Biyosin and the Bishimon together. You'll see all these cases, it puts the Biyosin and the Bishimon together. That's why the Gemara, she's understanding that Rav was posek like androgenos of the Mishnah, where the Biyosin and the Bishimon are together as well. Ya'akor, dekakata v'shvi'it. If you took a root in the Shvi'it, you got to uproot it. De'en al-kaba kolet b'chom mishloshim yom. Right, the first Shitan says that the Haklatah takes 30 days. And the second Shittah says, no, it's three days. Sarik shiloshim, ushloshim, kedesh teklot shiloshim lefnesh shiv'it, techot shiloshim lefnesh shiv'it, kishmi'it damu. Thirty days before Shittah is already considered Shittah, the nafkalam b'bacharish b'kashit eshbod, b'meshkim b'tashilachim. Gimel velamid, gimel leklitat shiteklot, kodem zman ha'isur. Okay, comes the Quran continues. So that's the two cases of Rav. You have Adrogenos, like the Mishnah, like the Karbadai, and you have the case of Shemitah, uh, that you have a two-week period before uh, Elul, that's when already you have to stop all these uh, Avodah. Usmoel Amar, Bekoshi, Vekidush. In these two cases, in Koshi and Kidush, we follow Shitat, Rabbi Yosef. Koshi, what's the case of Koshi? Ditnan, Kamaye, Kishuya, how long or early can a lady have labor pains, and you'll consider the labor pains, uh, legitimate labor pains, to say that the blood that's coming from her is considered from labor pains, and not, let's say, going to render her a zava. Forty or fifty days before uh, the end of her term. It's enough, literally, it's enough, her month. We'll see what our month means. Literally means the ninth month. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon, Omni, En Kishui Yoter Mishte Shabbatot. You don't have more than two weeks. What is it referring to? So that she gives us all the scenarios. Kama Ye Kishuya. The Kaimalan Benida de Oraita Hamakshe Betok Yud Aleph Sheben Nidal Nida. Now we know when a lady has a Nida, let's say. So the eleven days between her Nida. That's considered Yemeh Zivut. She has seven days, let's say, of Nidut. And then after the seven days of Nidut, you have an 11-day period. Whatever she sees during that time can make her a Zava. What's the seen in Nidana Zava? A Zava already needs seven clean days before she can go to the Mikveh. And a Torah and Nidah does not need seven clean days. She just needs seven days. So therefore, if she saw blood in the 11 days between the Nidut, she can become a Zava. Now what happened? Let's say a lady has some labor pains during that time. And to become a Zavag Gedolah, she has to see blood three days in a row. She's seeing it from the Sa'ar of the Valad, of the, of, the, of, the, of the pains. She's not considered a Zavag. 
which means sometimes a lady, let's say, it's possible she can give birth while she was a Zavah. And therefore, after she gives birth, normally when a lady gives birth, we consider her Nida, she's had to wait seven days. But if she gave birth in a situation where she was a Zavah, she would need seven clean days. So the Hadush is that if she had, let's say, blood between the, in the 11 days between Nidas, and what? It was coming Mahmat. The birth pains, that doesn't make her a Zavah. And therefore, she's considered regularly that when she gives birth. Therefore, she's not going to need the seven clean days. She's considered regularly yoledet. The Tanya, ki yazuv zuv dama. What do we learn from that pasuk? Ki yazuv zuv dama. Dama mahmat atzma. The dama has to come from herself. Velo mahmat vlad. But not from a vlad. Not because of the baby. Which is the question is, you know, how early in the pregnancy do you say that uh, it's coming from uh, the, the, the pains of uh, birth? So it says, Which is even 50 days according to the first shita before her term. Already we can say what? That you can, you, can, uh, 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 you can accredit it to the birth pains. And therefore she sees blood. During that time, we say no. These, these, which means you're going to consider that birth pains, birth pains. You're not going to say it's just uh, you know false or you know uh, not uh, from the uh, birth itself. No, birth pains. Fifty days before it's considered birth pains to render her a non-zava. Next, Ashi, Dayahocha. Dayahocha means literally her month, which is ninth month. Chodesh Tishi'i. the ninth month. She yoleded bo. Now. Let's say she gives birth two days into her ninth month. Okay? Which means, any blood from Rosh Chodesh, the ninth month, and on, that blood already we consider, Tahor, She'en ba'a al yado leziva. She will not come to a ziba. Vi'im, for example, she gives a case. Im Which means, let's say the lady she saw two days straight before Rosh Chodesh. Okay, two days before Rosh Chodesh, of the, of the ninth. So already she's two days of Zeva, but she's not a Zeva yet. Now Rosh Chodesh of the ninth month comes, and she sees another day. It's nothing. That third day that she saw, since it happened already in her ninth month, which was from, from the pains of birth, so then already, you don't say, well, the two before plus this one. No. Once her ninth month came, it's a, it's a, new, uh, it's a new slate. And therefore, let's say she gave birth in our case, that she says, on the second day of the month, and she saw two days in a row, she's not a Zavagadullah. Because she saw two days, but it doesn't matter. Once it was the ninth month, it's come to birth pains. It's nothing. So he says, the Kasabarabiuda, Shipura Garim. Interesting. What does this night have to do with anything? So this shita is holding. Shipura means the shofar is gorim, which means once betin blows the shofar to signal that it's rosh chodesh, that already can cause the uh, uh, the blood uh, to start uh, coming out of her, and it's not the zavut. And a pregnant lady in the ninth month, once the shobetim blows the shofar, like a in parentheses, shofar shobetim tokim the kiddush gorem akishui, which means that's causing already the pains, and that's bringing the blood. Upamim sheum metaer et kol achodesh. Sometimes this seter that he's saying can, can purify the entire month. How's that? 
Let's say she gave birth all the way at the end of the month. So therefore, whatever she saw during that month, doesn't matter. She could have seen 29 days straight. The bottom line, since it's in the, after the Shofar of Rosh it's nothing. And as she points out, that the Tara we're talking about over here only is from Ziva Aval Menida, Ena Metara Bemenida. The Im Shaftam the Natsara Samuk Leleda Yomehad. Oh, and then she says, Let's say she had a break from the Tsar one day. Let's say in the ninth month, uh, whatever we, the ninth month we said, it's the Shofar is going in, fine. But let's say the pains went away. Af Miziba Lotara. Now already she saw, let's say, three days. So even though it's in the ninth month, she's not going to be Teorah. Which means that she says one last Hadush. That if she had a break in the pain. Now let's say one day in the ninth month, she stopped having pain. Okay? Now she saw, let's say, uh, even if she saw, let's say, uh, twice. Okay? I'm going to say she's Zavag Gedolah, because now I'm going to say what she saw before was not from the Tsar. Because here you see what? She stopped having Tsar and she's still, she's still seeing. So it was only talking about a case where let's say she had consistent Tsar and Dam, then already she could be uh, Tehorah. Or she gave birth early in the month. She had two, let's say, before without Tsar, and then uh, the ninth month came, and she had the one with Tsar, it doesn't miss that after the one before. But if she saw during the ninth month, and then there was a break in the action, that one day she didn't have uh, Tzahad, and then she started to, to see again, so now already we put her in Zav, Zavagedola, and therefore she, when, she, when she gives birth, she has to wait Zayin Nikim. So what's the case of Kiddush? Detnan. We have a Mishnah. HaMesakech Gafno Al Gabet Vuatot Shel Havero Tare Ze Kodesh Vechaya Bachariyuto Devre Rabbi Meir Which means we know the law of uh, so a guy has a vineyard Comes his friend over here And he takes um, A guy has a wheat field He takes his giffin, his grapevine And he draws it across The guy's wheat field So now he created a situation of So now what he really did was He was also in his friend's field So now what do we have to do over here The says It's Kodesh Kodesh means you have to burn it Now she says Kiddush, Lashon Pen Tikdash, Asar Tivuat Havero, Vehayav Nisharim. Well, he has to pay because he's considered uh, damaging. But they have, to, they have to get rid of it. That's the first sheet. The very weird. The B. Osir, the B. Shimon Omrim. In that case, in Adam Osir, Davar Sheen Oshelo. A guy cannot Osir something that doesn't belong to him. You came along, you threw your, uh, you know, your, your, your vine on the, on the wheat field. Doesn't, uh, doesn't work. So therefore he's going to say that when it comes to Kiddush, we're going to posek like Rabbi Yoseh, that what? You cannot osek your friend's uh, uh, field, and therefore it is okay. Comes again, what says, Iba'ya lehu, ba'androgenos, mali amar shimuel. Now, we have to figure out, each one only said two cases. So we have to figure out the other rabbis, what did they hold on the other two cases they didn't talk about. Shimuel didn't talk about the case of androgenos. Shimuel talked about the case of koshi and Kiddush. Kiddush means What does Shemuel hold regarding Androgynos? So it says, Tashema Adama Shemuel, Rav Anan, Leta Lebraita, Mekame Matnitin. We don't go like the Braita in front of the Mishnah. 
which te- teaches us what? That we're not going to take the Braita in front of the Mishnah, but we're going to go like the Mishnah. And what does the uh, Mishnah say? That it's considered a Zakhar Vadai. So we'll go like Rabbi Yossi in the Mishnah that says it's a Zakhar Vadai. Harkaba Mali Amar Shemuel. Okay, the other case they didn't discuss was Harkaba. Which means, uh, Ravuna told us that by Harkaba, by the grafting case, you got to go 14 days. It's really 44 days. So the question is, Shemuel, who do you hold like? In the law of Al-Kaba, how many days is it? Tashema, the Amal is Shemuel Rav'anan. Shemuel told Rav'anan. Teni keman de Amal shelosha ushloshim. Go according to the opinion that says 33. So therefore he holds like that opinion. So now we have the other cases. Koshi mali Amal Rav. What is Rav hold by Koshi? Because we only have Shemuel's opinion that he held like... Um, um, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon, by Koshi, that what? Two weeks. Uh, so the question is, what is Rav hold by that? Kebara says Tiku. He left it in Tiku, he doesn't have, he doesn't have an answer to that. He didn't answer it. Kiddush, Mali Amar Rav. What about Kiddush? The case of a guy putting his vineyard over uh, his uh, friend's wheat field. So Kebara says, Amar Rav Yosef, Tashema, De Amar Rav Huna, Amar Rav. He says, we have a statement, Rav Huna, the name of Rav. So we have a statement now. Rabbi, uh, the name of Rav Huna, the certain name of Rav, we do not follow Rabbi Yosef when it comes to uh, Kiddush. Because he said over here, That was Rabbi Yosef Shita. So we have Rav Huna quoting Rav and saying, No, we don't, we don't go with that. So the Gibran says, Which means we have another statement, Amri Berav. The whole statement of uh, 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 earlier was Amri Beirav. We have a statement of Rav. So wh- wh- why are you, why are you relying on this statement of Rav Huna Amar that says Ena Lachakirbi Yoseh? Why don't you rely on the other statement? Why? What's the other statement? The Amar of Ada Amar Rav Halaka Kirbi Yoseh. So I got two testimonies in the name of Rabbi in the name of Rav. So you chose Rav Huna's testimony to say we don't go like Rabbi Yoseh. Why take Rav Ada Barava's testimony in the name of uh, Rav? Ramadan statement. So Gemara says, Amri Berav. Because when you say Berav, Manu, who's Berav? Who's from the Beit Midrash of Rav? Ravuna. The Ravuna Amar in Halakha. Which is, who knows Rav Shita the best? Ravuna. Because he's considered Berav. So then whenever you're going to have a, a makhluk between the two uh, schools of what Rav said, you take Ravuna step. Because he's more accurate. Because he's in the Beit Midrash of Rav. Who's going to know his uh, Rav statement better than uh, Ravuna? Look at Rashi. Rashi says, "V'ravuna hakamar en alakam." Now, afalgav the mishchanin nehatam amri berav rava menuna, which means sometimes when it says amri berav, the Gemara will say it's rava menuna. It was said in the Beit Midrash of Rav. Now here we're saying amri berav is ravuna. In another place we say amri berav is rava menuna. So Rashi says, "Ainu echad amar ravuna." Which means the Amri Berav the Muhammad Tada in Shaharina Kama means when you have Ravuna against an Amri Berav, so that we can't say the Amri Berav is Ravuna, because Ravuna made a statement. So it must be the Amri Berav is Ravuna. Mashaken in the case where you don't have Ravuna's statement quoted, Stam Amri Berav is who? Ravuna. And therefore the Gibbara is saying over here. Uh, we have a statement, Amri Berav, that what we don't go like it be Yosef. So he says, uh, why, 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 why did you take that one? Why don't you take uh, Rav Adah's uh, statement that he said in the name of Rav? 
He said, what do you mean? Whenever you have an Ahli Berav, it's Ravuna. And who knows Ravuna's, uh, she, who knows Rav's statement better than uh, Ravuna? It was the Bedrash of Rav. So we're going to take uh, that statement. Kansi Gebra continues. Rabbi Yudah Omer, Tumtum. Okay, what do we learn in the Mishnah? We had a situation of a Tumtum, Shinikra. They ripped him open, and uh, they found out that he was a uh, Zakhar. So what do we say in the Mishnah? Lo Yachlotz. He does not uh, fall, or they make uh, halitza on him. Why? Because he has a din of a saris. So one day cut him open. So Amar Rabbi Ami, my avid le Rabbi Yehuda le tumtum de bide. There was a certain tumtum in the place called bide. Well, what about him? De utbua abekurse. They married him. He was married under the chupat to a lady. Vekra. Then they cut him open, and he found out he was a zakar, ve'olid sheva benin, and he had seven sons. Wow. So what are you talking, he's a sris? How do you know? How do you justify this story over here? We have a case that happened. The guy was a tumtum, he got married, they cut him open, and they ended up having seven children. So that's not a sris. Obviously, a guy is able to have children. So the Gemara says, ve'nebi yudah marlach, hazar al-banav me'ayinim. Rabbi Uda will say, you better go investigate where his children are from. They can't be from him. They must be coming from, uh, from somewhere else. Could be she had them from other, uh, other places. Tanya, we have a bright Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Uda, Omer. Tumtum, lo yahlots. Tumtum should not make halitzat, let's say, his uh, sister-in-law. Why? Shimme yikara, venimsa, Sris we're worried that maybe the guy is gonna they're gonna rip him open and he's gonna turn out to be a sris chama, which is unable to to give uh, to have children. So therefore, they, they, have, they have to be concerned. So the Gemara says, "Atu kold mikra zakhar hade." Hold it. What did you? What are you worried on the side of zakhar? Well, every guy you rip open is a zakhar. You could have just said simply, because maybe you can open him up and he's in a kebah. That's why you shouldn't make a halitza, uh, which you don't even forget about the zakat side. There's a side that it can be a nikibah. So the Gemara is questioning. You tell me, don't, uh, 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 a regular guy that's a tumtum, he shouldn't make a uh, because uh, if you open him up, he might be a zakar and uh, he might be a sishama. So the Gemara says, what? Every, every tumtum is a zakar? So the Gemara says, you're right. Haki kamar. Shemi yikra vinimsa nikibah. That's the issue. I'm worried you might open up. He's going to be a nikeba. Now, nimsa zakhar. Even if he's going to be a zakhar, shema yimatze slis hamam. Maybe he's going to be a slis hamam. So it's like a sefek uh, sefeka against him. Sefek is going to be a nikeba. The film to be said about is going to be a zakhar. Maybe he's going to be a slis hamam. So therefore, we should not make a halitza. Look at that sheet. That she says. It sounds like he wasn't worried about the safik of the keba. So the says, no, we're worried about both concerns. Come to Gemara and says, my benayu. What is the nafkamina? Which means that she says, ma ika ben which means, according to the Biyosev, the he held what? You have the double suffix. Suffix nekevah, and then you have, even if he's zakhar, he has the uh, problem of slis. Therefore, should not make a halitza. So why is he different, the Biyosev, the than his father, Shita? Why? What did the Biyosev say? 
Rabbi Yehuda said like this. Rabbi Yehuda said, "Tumtum shenikra lo yachlotz." Why? Because uh, he's considered not able to, to have children. Right? He's a priest. He called him like a vaday. Don't have. Uh, you cannot have children. Where Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda came along and said, "Shem, maybe he's in a keba, and even if he's a zakhar, maybe he's a sis hama." So the Gemara says, what's the nafkamina between the two opinions? Both are saying, do not make haritza. So the Gemara gives a nafkamina. My binayu, amaraba lipsol bimkom ahim. Which means like this. Let's say the Saris made a haritza on this lady. And his other brothers. Okay? According to the Bihuda, he's a Saris Fadai. It's nothing. He did nothing. And therefore the other brothers still have to make haritza. However, according to Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, it's a safik. And therefore, in a case where he did a halitza, let's say the uh, saris, so now already you have to be hoshesh, that maybe the halitza was good for the other brothers, because not make boom anymore. Because if he made a halitza, now they're going to make yibum, it's considered eshitah. So they'll have to make a halitza, a safik, but they cannot make yibum. Whereas according to Rabbi Yehuda, where he's a vadai, not legal, so the Hadza was nothing. So even the other brothers that want to make Yibum, they'll be able to make Yibum. You hear that first Nafkamina? Second Nafkamina, Velahlots, Shilobim Kom Achim, Ikabinayu. Let's say he's the only brother. He's the only brother that falls to, 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 to Yibum. According to the Behuda, do nothing. You're a Vadai, not legitimate. Therefore, there's no purpose to do anything. Whereas according to the Behuda, you make a Hadza Misafik. Because it's only Asur Misafik. So that will be the second Nafkamina. Comes the Gemara continues. We learned in the Mishnah that Rabbi Eliezer held that if a Zakar goes with an androgynous, he's Hayav because of Mishkab Zakhur. It's Hayav Sekina. Amar of Shubar Yehuda. Amar Rabba Ahud Rabbi Yehuda Barzabdi. Amar of Yehuda. Amar Rab androgynous. Hayavim Alaf Sekina Mishte Mikomot. We learned this on yesterday's daf that androgynous is hayav mishkav zakhur on two places. Not only the back, but the zakhrut part, but also the nakbut part. She says if a male goes with an androgynous on either 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 hole, from the back, which is the normal way of mishkav zakhur, or from the front, because this guy has a nikava also, he has a nakbut. It's also going to be considered hayav mishum mishkav zakhur. Meti ber has a question. Rabbi Eliezer Amar, Rabbi Eliezer said, Androgenos hayavim alav sekila kibizachar. Oh, Rabbi Eliezer says that what? An androgenos yahayav alav sekila kibizachar, like a zachar. What does that mean, like a zachar? Bamid of Rimamurim bizachruchelo. That means from the back. Avab nagbuchelo patur. So what do you see over here? The Bili Aizah himself is telling you only Hayab on one, uh, one side. So the Gibra says, Who the Amar ki hai tanya? The tanya, we have a brighter. Bi simai omer, androgenos hayabim alav sekila, mishteh mekomot. Which means, it's, uh, it's funny, it's a look at the name over here. Which means the first shita uh, that we said, shteh mekomot, is going like a simai. So we have a mahluk at the name over here. Between simai and Rabbi uh, Bili Aizah. So Gemara says, "My Tamad Rabbi Simai. What's the logic of Rabbi Simai that says that Yehaya from the two places? And we have to have pesukim now. So Amarava Baramduri Asmirali says, Baramduri explained it to me. It says in the pesuk, "Ve'et Zachar lo Tishkav Mishkebe Isha. 
a male should not have a relation mishkebe isha, like a lady. The Pasuk has a plurality, Mishkebe Isha. So which type of guy has two Mishkavs? Have you Omer Androgynos? Must be Androgynos. And what's the Pasuk telling us? That if a Zachar goes with Mishkebe Isha, and a guy that has two Mishkavs, and this guy has two Mishkavs, he has the Nakbut and he has the Zachrut. So therefore, Hayav Sekirah. So he learns it from the extra plurality of the word Mishkebe. Comes the Gemara and says, "Vinabanan." Rabbi says, "The only I have in one place. What's their sheet? That is the Eisen. What's the old? Zachar gereda minalu. Where does he get Zachar? I'm sorry, Vinabanan. Afalgav diit peshne mishkabot et Zachar ketiv. So the pasuk says, "Get the full pasuk. The language is the et Zachar lot tishkav mishkeve isha." Bama the pasuk says Zachar. So it's only going to be Hayat, even in the case where the guy's got two, it's only Hayat from the normal way of a Zakhar, which you describe Zakhar, which you from the, the back. So Zakhar comes and limits it. So comes the Gabbana and says, Verabanan, Zakhar Gereda, Minalu, which means if the Pasuk is talking about an androgynous, Mishkebe, how do they know a regular Mishkab Zakhur? How do you know a regular guy goes with a Zakhar regular that he hayav sekila? Maybe the pasuk is only talking about a adrogenos. So the Gemara says, which is Rabbi the Ezer. Again, Rabbi the Ezer that says that the pasuk is talking about adrogenos, and the word et Zakhar is coming to tell me that you only hayav from the zakhrut Zakhar gedami nadehu. So the Gemara answers miveit. The Pasuk says, Ve'et Zachar. So from the extra word, Ve'et Zachar, give me the whole word, the language of the Pasuk is, yeah, Ve'et Zachar lo The Ve'et comes and teaches me a regular Zachar. So let's, let's turn the Pasuk to be the Aizid. Ve'et teaches me a regular Zachar. Mishkebe teaches me an Androgenos. And on an Androgenos, you only ayav on the Zachar part. It's only ayav one place. Now according to the Simai, He'll say, Mishkebe teaches me also. We're talking about an adrogonus. And what does Mishkebe teach me? Yahayav on uh, both, uh, both sides. How am I going to know a regular Zakhar from the word Zakhar? Because he doesn't use the word Zakhar to minimize anything. He learns Mishkebe to teach me a adrogonus. So you get a Hayav on both sides. And um, Zakhar comes and teaches me a regular male. So comes the Gabbana and says, Bi'isha shelo kedarka minalehu. Oh. Which is according to both she taught. That learned Mishkebe Isha is talking about an androgynous. How do they know Bi'isha? That's a lady that's forbidden to him. How do they know if a guy has a Bi'a with a lady that's forbidden to him? How do you know that's Asur? So the Gemara says, Mi'isha. Because the Pasuk says Mishkebe Isha. So from the word Isha, they're learning that even if a guy has a Bi'ash look at a guy on a lady that's submitted to him, that's also going to be Asur. Amar Rav Shizbi, Amar Rav Hazda. Lo nakol Amar Bili Ezer Androgenos Zachar Me'ilyahu. When the Bili Ezer said that Androgenos is considered a Zachar, he didn't say he's a Zachar for every situation. Shim ata omerken. If you're going to say it's considered a zakar vaday, 
במוקדשים יקדש. Now we go to an animal. Let's say you have an animal that's an androgynous. A guy's makdish a behemah that's an androgynous. So if you're telling me it's a zakar vadai, the deen should be yikdash, because you only bring, let's say, the animals, let's say, from a zakar. It's got to be a zakar vadai to make yikdash. So if you're telling me that what? That according to Rabbi Yehazah, that an androgynous is considered a zakar vadai, so the law should be when a guy's makdish, an animal that's an androgynous, it should be considered yikdash. However, we know it's not like that. Umin alan delo kadesh. How do you know it's not like that, that it's not kadesh? The Tanur of Banan, we have a Braita. Hanirba, that's let's say uh, uh, a bird, that they, uh, somebody had a uh, relation with a bird, Shirab Obo. Vam Mukseh, or let's say they designated the bird for Abu Dazara. Vam or they actually served it in a service of Abu Dazara. Vayetnan, always used as a payment for a zona. Umehir, or it was used as a uh, barter for a dog. It's mehir kelev. Vetumtum, or let's say the off is a tumtum. Veandrogenos, or let's say the off is a an androgenos. And what did they do over here? Any of these cases, the guy was makdishit for the mizbeah. And what do you do? How do you how do you slaughter an off on the mizbeah? You do what's called milika. What is Medica? The queen takes his uh, thumb, has a long nail, and they stick it in the back of the neck, and that's considered the shaitan. Now normally, outside of the Beit HaMikdash, that would render the off a devila. The only attempt of Medica, such a type of slaughtering, is in the Beit HaMikdash. So it says, Metame'im begadim abetabili'ah. Which means like this, the law is like this, when somebody, let's say, eats from the basar off of a devila, once already the meat goes into his beta into his uh, throat, already he has tumat begadim. All the begadim that he's wearing becomes tameh. And what's the explanation of this Gemara? Since these items cannot become Kodesh, all these cases, the nirba, the mukseh, the ni'ibad, the itnan, the mi'ir, the tumtum, the adroginos, and the off, since they are not subject to kiddushah, so the milika rendered them in the blat ha'of, now what's the deal of the blata off? That once the guy has uh, already been the better, but the eye swallows it, already has to mat begadim. Okay? Now the Gemara says, the Bidi Aizir Omer, he says no. Tum tum androgenos. Let's say you made them Megdesh, right? And you did the Milikandam, in Mitameim begadim, a better bidi'ah. They're not Mitame begadim, because he holds over here, the Milika is. Okay, anywhere it says in the Torah, Zachar unkeba atam mutsi tumtum androgenos benehem. Which is anytime that the Torah uses the words Zachar or Nekeba, it means Zachar vadai and Nekeba vadait. So in a case where the word Zachar unkeba used, it's the exclusion of a tumtum and androgenos. However, the off. By off, when the Torah talks about bringing a korban off, who is veloni emar bo zacharon keba? It doesn't say the word zacharon keba in the pesukim. Iyatam moti tumtum vadrogenos benehem. So you see what? Really, according to the bini ezer, tumtum and adrogenos is considered a sefik. Haraya by a behema, for example, by animals. The Torah says by an animal has to be zachar or keba. Therefore, according to the bini ezer, you cannot bring a adrogenos animal to the mizbeach. He was only lenient to bring an off androgynous because it doesn't say the word Zacharun Kebab by Korbana off. 
But what do you see over? He considers it an androgynous a safek. So therefore, the Gemara was correct when it said, "Lo nakol amar Rabbi Yehazir androgynous is a vaday zakhar." Because if you consider it a vaday zakhar, even by a behema, he should say, "When you made it like this, to be considered like this." And he doesn't say it; only says it by off. Because it doesn't say zakharun keba by off, but by behema, where it says zakharun keba. The kikdesh is not going to be kikdesh. He didn't say it for all uh, for all purposes. So Gemara says, you're right. Amar of Nachman bar Yitzchak af anan nami tarina. You're right. We learned this already. Uh, that uh, it's not hal. The bili aizromer hakilayim. That's a case of let's say a behema that was created through kilayim, where you grafted two animals together and you produced a uh, another type of animal. Right? Let's say. It says the pasuk. Uh, it says the pasuk shor or kesev. Only a shor or a kesev is for a korban, to the exclusion of let's say you grafted an animal and you created a new type of animal. That's not that's pasuk for a korban. That's a kilayim. Utrefa. Utrefa is an animal that's terefa. That has one of the blemishes that render it a terefa. Viyotse dofen. Yotse dofen is let's say it was a cesarean uh, cesarean birth. Tumtum bandroginos, oh, or an animal that tumtum androgynous, lo kedoshin ve lo mekadeshin. Statement of it, lo kedoshin, they don't have consider, they cannot attain kedoshet aguf, sanctity, ve lo mekadeshin. What does this mean? Ve amar shemuel, shemuel explains to me the as a statement. Lo kedoshin bitmura. What does that mean, bitmura? If let's say a person made timura, he has a behema of Kadashim. You have an animal that's Kedushah, right? You want to transfer the Kedushah of the animal, that's Kodesh, to this type of animal over here, to the Terefah, to the Androgynos, to all these cases, the transfer is not a transfer. You cannot transfer Kedushah from an animal to these type of animals over here. Timurah does not work. Lo hal alehem Kedushat Timurah. Okay? Which means, even though the normal law is from the Torah, Timura works on a ba'alum. The Torah's language when it comes to Timura says, Im tov imra. Which is, even if you make Timura from a good animal to a ba'alum animal, it'll hal. But on these items, the Timura does not hal. What's the next thing? Velo mekadeshin be'ose Timura. Which means, let's say you took the kiddushah of these animals. Let's say you sanctified the animals when they were not a problem, let's say. And then the Kiddushah was on them. Now they became uh, one of these cases. Now you want to transfer the Kiddushah from it to another animal. So it says, Which means you cannot, the, the Torah is not hal. Now what do you see over here? That a tumtum and androgenos is not considered a zakat. That's the point. We'll see that she in a second. But the main point of this Braita is what? That it be the end. It says a tumtum and androgenos to have Kiddushat. What do you mean? If it's a zakat vaday, you should be able to be magdishit. And the fact that it says, Lom magdishin, velom magdishin, it's not considered zakat vaday. So he's only said legabe a man, legabe teruma, and things like that. But he didn't say it's zakat vaday. Or he said legabe mishkab zakhur, and things like that. But he didn't say legabe animals. Legabe animals is considered a safek, and therefore you cannot make it kodesh. Let's read Rashi's over here. Kilayim. Let's read all the Rashi's. Kilayim. Pasul lakraba. Dekhtiv shoro chesev. Prat kilayim. Kivaled. It says Basuk Kivaled that has to be born. It's continued in the Pasuk. Prat Liyutse Dofen. To the exclusion of an animal that was born cesarean, you cannot bring it on the Mizbayah. 
ואני חמישה יריף לבידי עזר מקנאי בתמונה, בפרק יש בכל מדונו חייל קידושה עליהן. הרביר עזר לא יש לו פסוקים, תמונה, וקידושה כנ"ל חל על איזה אנמוס. ואף אגב, ושאר פסולי הקלבה. Even the other items that are pasuf for the mizbeach kegon, robeya v'nirba, right? If the animal had relations, let's say with um, somebody mukse, or let's say it was designated for avodah zarah, v'nirba was used for avodah zarah v'etnan, it was used as a payment for zonud, or mihir was used for uh, a barter for a dog. Haila alei kedushat aguf. In those cases, kedushat aguf will hal v'sirichim mum kabu alipadot alav, and he's the only can redeem it after it gets a. Blemish, after the pigeon, you still can't use the shearings of that animal and the uh, and the work of that animal. Which means these items are less. These items they only have monetary kedusha, but they don't have kedusha taguf at all. Which means once let's say the kedusha went on, you can redeem it even without a blemish. And once you redeem these items, you could use them conclusively. You know, you're allowed to use them for giza and avodah. So that she's telling you there's a difference between these types of pesulim and other types of pesulim. Other types of pesulim, the din is what kedusha is hal on them. You have to wait till it gets a moon. You have to redeem it. And after you redeem it, you still can't use the shearings of it, and you cannot use the animal for avodah. Mashiach over here, even if you want to say Kiddusha will go on these items, you can be podeh them immediately before the Zabah al and once you podeh them, the Kiddusha goes off conclusively, and you can use it even for the shearings and for avodah. Next Rashi. Lo Kiddushin bitmura, which means Lo mebayat tehilat tekdesh delo kadsheh goes without saying that you cannot make these items ekdesh. Da'afilu ba'al mum shekadam mumo לקדשו, which is a tzayev ba'al mum, animal that has a mum. שקדמ מומו לקדשו. It was a ba'al mum before you made it. הקדש. לא נחטל לקדושת הגוף. The kedusha is not going to go on such an animal. כדמה בבקור פרק ב. אלא אפילו אם ימיר קדוש בהן, even if let's say you transferred kedusha to these animals, לא מקדשה. דאילו ba'al mum חיל על הקדושת הגוף. Which means, if let's add an animal that was a Baal Mum. Not that case, Baal Mum animal. Can I bring it on the Mizbayah? No. But let's say I made Timura on it. I took Kedusha of an animal, and I transferred it to the Baal Mum. It's Hal on it. Now, what do you got to do with this animal now? Now you have to be Podeit. And even after you Podeit, you still can't use the Giza of that animal, and you still can't use it as a working animal. So Baal Mum is Mahmir. Mashaykin in this case over here, if you would take, you have the animal that's androgynous. You took a regular animal that you made in Hikdesh, you transferred the Kedusha to the androgynous, it's not going to become Kodesh. On these items, the Kedusha is not Hal. Meaning, Imem Kedoshim. Let's say they were Kadosh. You have to take a case, for example, you, you were Magdish Channel before it became a Terefa. So the Kedusha was Hal, right? Vemir Cholin Bahen. And now let's say you want to take the Kedusha from this animal and put it on a, another animal. Enam Osim Timura. It doesn't, uh, won't become Timura. Ve'atam Udbinam Masikat Timura. The Gibra asked the question. Ve'chi me'achar she'en Kedoshin e'ach Magdishin. Which means, the Gemara is the question, obvious question. If you tell me that these items cannot have Kedushah to them, how did you make it Kadosh? We have a question, could you do Timurah to it? So you have to say, like I told you, you made Kedushah to it before it became a Terefah, and now it was a regular kosher animal. 
was a, it wasn't a terifah, it was a regular animal that was uh, fine. But all the other cases. So, it was not going to work on all the other cases. بمقديش بلاد فيتصاد دريخ دوفن يوم مقديش بلاد and then it came out Caesarian أبال كلعين وتمتم بأندروجينوس but in those three cases شنفسلو مش عاد يتسيراتام where they were born with a psul إياتام وتسي شيقداش إلا ببلدود كدشيم شايتا إمام كدوشا ومات كناتام يرعو فيستعبو فيهفدهم فيخلين بالترفاة تكبر which is in these cases over here of تمتم بأندروجينوس you don't have a case where you could have made it Kodesh, then you have a question, could you make the Murah? They have Pasul from birth. So that she says, Iyatam Motsis Shagdish Ela Bevaldut Kadashim on their babies. What's the case? Shaita Iman Kedusha. Unless, let's say, the animal is talking about, maybe the, the mother was not an androgynous, the mother was a regular animal, and what? The baby inside. Wasn't androgynous. So you mekadesh the mother, and now the child became kadosh agav iman. What do you do in those cases when the androgynous is born? You just have to let it graze until it gets a moom. The if then you just redeem it. The yuchlam v'terefa tikaber. When it comes to the terefa, you have to bury it. So basically, the point of the gemara here is just to get the focus again. The gemara gives a lot of lakot and tibura. I'm just going to review quickly what the laws are, and then you understand what exactly the Bidah is coming to tell us. Even though the Bidah has said that Androgynos is considered Zachar Badai, lo lakol, not for everything. Nafkamina, animals. A guy makes an animal that's uh, an Androgynos, if you consider it Zachar Badai, it's Kodesh, it's all the regular animal, you're able to make Timura on it, bring it on the Mizbayah. But from the fact that he's telling me, lo mekadeshin, ve lo kedoshin, that teaches me what? It's not considered Zakhar Badai. Now what's the law that we just said over here? The law normally is on Timurah, if a person has an animal that's Kodesh. Kedushat Aguf. He's allowed to transfer the Kedushat to a, another animal. Even if the other animal is a Baal Moom, the Kedushat has Hal on it, and he's able to uh, redeem it. Once, let's say, he gets a, uh, he has a blemish already. He's going to redeem it with money, and then the animal itself still retains certain Kedushat. You don't have to benefit from the shearings or the work of that animal. Because bottom line, there was Kedushat on it. Mashaykin, in these cases over here, even if they have a, an animal that's Kodesh, and you transfer to these items over here, the Kedushah is not hal. The Kedushah is not hal on these items. These are worse than the regular, than the regular case. Oh, so what, the Kedushah, and what? If let's say you made it Kodesh, you made it Kodesh, you cannot transfer the Kedushah from these animals to a Cholin animal. Both ways. So that she just asked the question. What do you mean if you're telling me that you can, they don't have Kedushah, how did you get them Kedush in the first place to, to talk about transferring? So he says in the case of a Tenefah, we understand. Well, let's say you made it uh, Kodesh, and then it became a Terefah afterwards, so the Kedushah is there. Kedushah, the Munah is not going to work. Or in the case of, let's say, uh, you had the baby in the mother's womb, and you made it Kodesh when it was in the mother's womb. And then it came out Caesarean. So at the time that you made it Kodesh, it was possible. Then it came out Caesarean, so that Hadush, you could not take the Kedushah from that animal and transfer it to a different animal. That's what she said, what about Androgynos? What's the case of Androgynous? The, 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 the animal's born like that. How did you ever make it Kodesh to discuss a case of 
Temura. So again, it's about the mother was pregnant. So you made the kiddusha on the mother. mother. The animal became sanctified as well because it was part of the mother. And then the baby came out. It was an androgynous, but had kiddusha already from the mother. So therefore, the deen is that you cannot make a uh, temura. What do you do to the animal? You're going to graze until it gets a baal mum, and uh, that's it. Gemara concludes the bidi ezer omer hayavim alav sekida kezachar. What the end of our mishnah said? The bidi ezer said that a androgynous, if a zachar goes with an androgynous, hayav sekida like a zachar. Comes to us Tanya Marabi, Kishalak till the motor it's the Bil Azar Chimon. I went to study Torah next to the Bil Azar Ben Shamwa, Havru Alay Tamidav Kitanegolim Shilbet Bukya, which means uh, the students of the rabbi were like Tanegolim, they were like uh, sharp uh, students over here that uh, they didn't leave, uh, they, they surrounded like the chickens. Of a bit bukya, they didn't leave me alone with their harifut and their uh, and their questions. And she says bikiim harifim. They were very sharp students. Uh, when a stranger comes, let's say to this, uh, I guess this uh, this chicken coop of bit uh, bukya, the other chickens would uh, gather up on them and ask, you know uh, harass it because it's a stranger. So when I came to the bit bukya, when I'm in Shamua, they, they surrounded me, the students, like I was a strange chicken coming uh, in the coop of Ben Bukya, and they were asking questions and things like this. So what happened? They wouldn't even let me stay with them and, and to study. The only thing they, they taught me, uh, they let me stay for one adush. That what? The considered zakat. goes to be going to be